Hello, everybody. I just wanted to give a heads up to all of our listeners out there that we are changing up how we do our podcast just a little bit. It was a little too much for us to record a pod and have it out the next day, just with all the things going on in our world, in the world around us. So we are recording on Thursdays now and releasing them first thing the next week. So if there's some dated things, some things that you know, might not sound as specific to the day as they used to. That's why. But we think it's going to be a better product overall for you and for us. So please enjoy. Thanks. Hello, everybody. We are back at it. It is the Thread Lads Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Dorsey. With me, as always, is my buddy, my friend, and my pal, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing this week? Doing pretty well. Pretty well. That That's good to hear. I'm doing well myself, and I hope everybody out there who's listening to the pod is doing well also. Please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on Spotify, and hit us up on Instagram at ThreadLads and on Twitter at uh last thread also we love hearing your comments questions concerns, any feedback at all so please email us listeners at redlads.com we love hearing from you so much and i love hearing from y'all and i love the space that we may be moving towards in the country it, 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 it as a country like i don't know what exactly is going to happen but we have a new president but this is our first podcast that we're doing where Joe Biden is our president. No more Donald Trump in the White House. It's a, it's a weird feeling to have. Um, I don't know if you watched any of the inauguration uh, the did. other day, Kevin. Um, but yeah, I caught some of it as well. It's the normal, like, pomp and circumstance and pageantry and uh, it, it much in a different form than we're used to because obviously nobody could be there and stuff. But I, I, I think I can speak for the whole country where the, one person took the whole thing away and it was uh it was amanda gorman the yep. poet the 22 year old poet who just came out with such words of fire and and just just full of passion and a message that i feel like really resonated um with most people that we're we're watching that day i don't know how you felt about that but that was the thing that was my biggest takeaway from the whole inauguration that that was super fucking awesome amanda yeah i did some research on her uh afterwards because i i didn't know anything about her um she's like she was uh when she was 19 she won like the she's like a poet laureate award or something like that and i think she went to harvard Um, I mean, it sounds about right. She she is she did a great job. Super doing more than what I was doing at twenty two, and she looks great. Uh, uh, a lot more, a lot more than I was doing at twenty two. Uh, the looks great. Uh, the comment a little weird. I don't know where you're going with that, but I thought she it, looked great. She she really killed it, and it was pretty fire. And it was just like kind of funny to think about. It's like. The past four years, it, it's the, it seems like we, where our country has been the past four years, like we haven't even had poetry. Like just to hear a yeah. poet like say something in, in like a public space just felt like 
so weird and just like not of the past four years that we have been living through under the the, the past regime. Yeah, a uh, man. Well, it made me want to uh, like. I wish I like read more poetry so I could appreciate that a bit more. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> right, right. Like, <laughs> you, couldn't really, you couldn't understand those words of English she was saying. I read. Well, but here I pulled up the transcript so I could like read it because I also caught it in the middle when she was like uh, speaking because I was you know working stuff so I had to keep muting and unmuting it. Um, yeah. Another one who killed it. All right, Amanda and Lady Gaga crushed it. J Lo and uh, Garth Brooks were god awful. I have to say that's my opinion. I missed Garth Brooks and Lady Gaga. The only one of those I did see was Jennifer Lopez. And did did you hear like she threw in a let's get loud like in uh the song she was singing? No, um, I muted her on purpose. Yeah. Dang, I didn't hear the but, let's get loud. Yeah, yeah. She threw in a let's get loud. Uh I'm pretty sure all of that was recorded uh beforehand. I think she was lip syncing everything except for she sent like a line in Spanish and I'm not totally sure what she said, but I think all the singing portions were recorded. That um, wouldn't not to take it, take away from anything, but uh, no, it was it was it was pretty cool. I I was shocked for one, I, and I don't think I could fully enjoy the day because um, I was just like worried that something would happen. Uh, maybe not there specifically, but there's protests of. Uh, alt right QAnon people, all in Trump people, all and all the capitals around the country and everything. And I was just like kind of on edge that something crazy would go down, but it, it nothing happened at all. Um, uh, uh, noon struck, and all the QAnon people were they thought that uh, there would be mass ex- executions of everybody at the inauguration by lizard people uh, or like whatever the fuck it is that they but, believed in. Yeah, um, and that Trump was going to arrest Biden. Yeah, yeah, all this shit. But don't uh, worry, the date has moved. The date has moved to March now, I believe. Yeah, of course it has <laughs> moved to March. It's 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 like all the old crazy pastors who project. Yeah. The end of the world. Yeah, it's, like it's gonna happen at this time, and then uh, it doesn't happen, and then it's like, well, no, no, wait, no, it's this time in the future. We just have to recalculate, and we we did the math wrong, and blah blah blah. What, one of the and, funniest jokes I ever heard, well, or people or jokes poking fun at that was in Parks and Rec, where Ron would go down to the park for all the Doomsday people and make flutes and sell it to the to the people every year when they were. Uh, it's a great episode, right? Right. Man, that is a good episode of uh, Parks and Rec. I miss it being on Netflix, but yeah, it, it's pretty much the same thing. It's just just selling a crock of of lies to get it, it, it's to get people to follow and you know give you their money and support, even though what you're peddling is bullshit. It's just a snake oil sell, salesman technique for for the twenty the twenty first century. Um, and I and, and like and I got into a discussion with my parents because um, obviously my parents were very happy. It was like I mean I was happy too. Like to turn the page on what these past four years have been, just to have somebody that's not that 
that's especially so the last year. Yeah, even like yeah, with what the year has been with uh the pandemic and social unrest being just just boiling up to 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 spill over uh like it it was it, it's cool to have just somebody who's just normal it, it, it like normal seeming because obviously these times are super unnormal like even the whole inauguration it's still like nobody can be there because we're in a fucking pandemic but then just to have somebody who's like you know taking a place in like a, a just a, a prayer of silence to himself before he says his first words as president and somebody that you know you're just you're you don't have to wake up every day just like what wild shit did, did this person say today mm-hmm. that's going to cause disruption in our country or our relations with other countries or god knows what like just to have that is pretty cool but like this is still a, a maneuver back to the mean in a lot of ways. What Joe Biden yeah. uh, kind of comes from and why people wanted to elect him is because he was just old school, middle of the road, classical politician. And that's cool coming off of these past four years of Trump where it, it was we it, it just the things that happened under him were not anything that I could really thought ha- could happen in this country as far as just the racial animus, the the lack of respect for anybody but themselves and for the office and what that represents here and abroad and everything just to, and um, I, I, I kind of forget what my, my point was, but. Well, to, to, to jump onto that, I, I read a really good post today by someone and they, they made a really good point. It made me, like, I thought it was a really excellent point. They were like, there's going to be a lot of stuff that the media probably stops reporting on that we need to make sure we're still paying attention to. Things like oh, yeah. things like those sketchy, like, can't, like ice camps down, down and, right. like, because like, at the end of the day, it's still fucking, like, a politician. It's still buying. We still need to keep these people in check and, like, make sure. Because it's just right, true. Right. Like, they're not going to focus on some of the negatives and, just because we're not hearing about it doesn't mean it went away. And I was like, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, no, that that's like, that was the point that I was trying to make is like, this, this should just be the start of continuing to push yeah. for change in a lot of ways. Because, you know, a lot of these police officers, you know, they didn't stop becoming racist overnight. Right. And shit. Like, and uh, these people that have a lot of power with their money, that use it for nefarious ways um, that that's not out of the door yet. So while this is nice, we can't be content with just what this is. And we can't be scared to push for a, um, for, for, for more change. And I do think that Biden has grown more left over the years uh, as the party, the democratic party has grown more left over the years. And like they came out and like even today they one of their first goals is to have people try to reunite uh children that were separated from their families at the border and they want to focus on this covid 
situation. Like it was, it was weird to see a, a presidential ceremony with the inauguration where everybody just had masks on, where there's not just some people defiantly not wearing masks just yeah. because that's what like the president is doing and they want to keep favor and stuff like that. Like just to have that kind of like normalcy yeah, when we're dealing with a pandemic and like setting a tone from the top down, like I think actually will make a difference. It's so Heck yeah. There's, there's, lots of, there's lots of ways to take to take that. Um, let's take a break, unless you had something else you wanted to add to this whole conversation. No, I'm good. Okay, I because I, I like we we know President Trump was a terrible president, but maybe the how worst. Bad was he? What just how bad was he on the list? I don't know. you know best and worst but i will say that there's no way he's not down there for the worst but do you think he is like the worst president ever i don't know a bunch about a lot of presidents but i'm gonna say yes <laughs> like it, there's a there's, there's plenty of reason to think that it, he is the worst president i mean especially with just the turmoil in this past year of riots in the streets and protests in the streets, storming of the Capitol uh, by white supremacists and insurrectionists to overthrow the government. And just, it's hard to find anybody that would be worse. But there were a lot of, we've had a lot of bad presidents back in the day. That's one of the things I didn't understand about, especially this summer or earlier in the year when all the, like the political ads like really started ramping up and everyone's like, this is what's going to happen if Biden's elected. And they're just showing all these like commercials of like riots and shit. I'm like, it's just, this is happening right now. Like these things oh, yeah. are happening right now under this president. Like, I, I, don't, I, 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 I could I not heard, understand that. I heard people that said that they voted for Trump this second time because he would get all of this under control. He's the only one that could get this under control. And I was like, and just like the type of thought that has to go into that. I don't know what type of mental gymnastics you have to be doing in your head where you're seeing what's going on while he's president, where where this unrest is boiled over to the point that everybody is just so unhappy and unstabilized. And, and to think that voting for him again, well, it's going to lead to something different than when he's in office right now. No, but who do you, who do you think was like the worst? Or like yeah, Donald Trump is probably one of the worst presidents of all time. It's hard to like argue that, but like, what, tell me what you know about Franklin Pierce, Kevin. If you can give me, if you can give me any information on what you know about Franklin Pierce, I'll give you a thousand dollars. He was never, a terrible. 
I this is I don't even know who that is. I, if you would have asked me if that was a president, I wouldn't have known. No, Franklin Pierce. He was our fourteenth president. Okay, um, I don't feel bad about that. Then fourteenth from president. like uh, eighteen fifty three to eighteen fifty seven. But he was oh one term president. He was a one term president. Okay, he was a right. terrible president. Even like kind of at the time, a lot of a lot of northern states weren't really weren't really about him because he was really pushing for uh expansion uh with kansas and nebraska like bringing them in but he was like super he was super kind to slave slavery and slave owners and Uh he was only uh he was only like uh maybe like a decade or so before the civil war and his basically favoritism towards slave owners helped really stoke the fires that ended up leading to the civil war so he, he's like a, he's a very underrated terrible president underrated that nobody president. remembers who he is for uh, i don't i didn't when i was looking up bad presidents i did i was like franklin pierce i i don't remember that name i used to have like one of those dinner mats yeah um, when i was a kid and it had all the presidents on them i was like i do not remember seeing franklin pierce's name on there like ever I, it's funny, ever since, uh, I've learned a lot about history recently, uh, or when I say recently, with the, mostly within the past four years, because of, you know, wanting, you know, realizing how god-awful this presidency has been. But yeah. recently, recently, I learned about how much policy was, like, uh, created or written around, like, making sure that um, Confederate people didn't, like, infiltrate the, uh, uh, like, the house and congress and things like that right, yeah. which i thought was super interesting yeah um, and, it, anyway. and those were just built off of ways that they already wrote it for black people to right <laughs> women not yeah, to they already women. had the template <laughs> they already had the template and it was just like well i'll just add southerner <laughs> it's, <messed up. laughs> it's basically the same thing that they were already doing uh but like it's hard to it's hard to beat james buchanan as being the worst president Ever. Ah, that I I have heard of James Buchanan, but I don't know specifically why he was a bad president. I mean, he was a bad president because basically his presidency led to the Civil War. Like it, like he was just an awful, awful president. Neither side really like Republicans and even his own Democrat Democrats weren't super pumped with him, uh, but. Uh, yeah, his presidency basically led to the Civil War, um, which is not good. It's that's not what you want your lasting legacy to be. Yeah, that's not the legacy you want to leave as president. Um, it's basically like like the worst presidents. Oh, John Tyler. John Tyler was also like a pretty bad president. Um, and Warren G. Harding. Warren G. Harding was a fucking god awful president cut taxes for like uh, all sorts of uh wealthy people and corporations and uh, uh he 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 was awful as well john tyler was like super like it, it should just be like a basic thing out of all of these worst presidents of history they were all racist as fuck like they oh, were yeah. all super racist and, and and on top of the other shitty stuff being leaders for the country that they did also for white people, but they were also um, racist as shit. Um, Damn. Yeah. That's not surprising, and, though. 
No. Uh, no, not a, a white person in the 1800s. Probably <laughs> racist. Most probably. likely. If they aren't racist, it's shocking. It's shocking. I, I was actually just in Harper's Ferry this past weekend where John Brown led, the abolitionist John Brown led his like kind of revolt and everything like that. And he, I mean, he was such a rarity at that time, such a... Um, like just so out of the dorm um, at that time, it's kind of crazy to think about because just generally as a public, everybody kind of viewed him as being kind of a whack pot, crazy person. But like he just thought that black people should be free and were equal to everybody else. And like he made the most sense looking back on it. But at the time it was so crazy and it's kind of, just think about things that we're going through right now and what what the future will look back on these times to be in the different people. Um, then I, I, I don't think it's going to be favorable. I don't think it's going to be favorable for the handling of the pandemic, the handling of race relations in this country, the handling of uh, international relations of this country. Like, it's just going to be terrible. But, like, if you keep perspective on a lot of things, we're still, like, a really young country compared yeah. like we're like still China. like yeah yeah <laughs> precisely um just one of the many countries that has have a long history but like we're so young that we're still just going through a lot of growing pains in a lot of ways because there's like a lot of people that like this is the fall of our republic this is like the end and i've had those thoughts too where i'm like maybe this is like the end of our of our progressive society, but in a lot of ways, we're still like just so young and growing that maybe we still have, we still have a lot of upwards mobility. We still have a lot that we can do and a lot of positive. We're just, we're just still living in like a shitty growth portion of our country. Yeah. If we can get past this part, you know, and we can like get some space technology going. You know, that, that might be one good thing. Space Force? What, what do you mean that space might be, technology? What, what does that even mean? we got to start exploring the uh, exploring the uh, universe, dude, the galaxy. You know, it's like Star Trek. Cause, you know, because this get... Earth is so shitty and we're about to kill it with global warming. We, we almost have to, kind of, in a lot of ways. Um, well, in Star Trek they get to the point where everyone can have all the material items they want. So they start exploring the universe or the galaxy or whatever. I feel like we need oh, to get to that point. Is that what like happens in Star Trek? I didn't know though. Uh, I'm much more of a Star Wars fan than Star Trek, but yes, I believe the premise is that they create this thing that can, everyone can have like any material item they want. So people would get past the like uh rat race for lack of a better uh-huh. term. And uh, they well, start, exploring uh-huh. the, like wanting to explore no well i i'm all about that like if our future is what is going on in star trek because star trek was always even if it in its early forms very inclusive very uh open for all like you know genders and races and things like that so i i i'm all about a future of star trek because i feel like it it it, it projects a future that i like to see where we we move past these trivial bullshit things such as race and economic 
uh, income and things like that and, and just strive because like and, and that's what I do think and I I'm I hope comes out of this Biden president presidency is just like a step back from just like how crazy it's been and like we all just kind of ask ourselves like what are we doing as a country like what are we doing yeah. like what is our goals what are we all like working towards like what are we just fundamentally like what are we doing like all this bullshit that we argue about non-stop is like what are we doing as a country as a whole like what is our point what is our purpose and that's, it's I, gonna I take a long time to recover from the past four years oh for sure for sure dude did you hear about this this seven because i was reading through biden's um uh executive orders or you know the ones he's overturning from trump's orders and stuff uh-huh. did you hear about this like the 1776 order or whatever that uh mm-hmm. trump passed in in uh back in september i never even heard about it and it's like uh here i want to read you exactly so I don't, it's ridiculous dude uh basically um trump said that uh they signed an executive order for the 1776, I believe it's 1776 commission. And that uh-huh. he was basically most uh, due to like radical left lead, left leaning uh, uh, education curriculum in schools. That was a lot of the reason for black lives matter and like other race related riots and things like that. He wanted to promote like patriotic learning. So I think it like wanted to remove like uh the like teaching about slave slavery in the United States and stuff like that. It's freaking insane. Let me pull up exactly what it is. So I can read. Oh, you. The sev- yeah. 1776. I do like, I heard something about that and it seemed just wild. Basically, basically what they wanted to do, they wanted to whitewash our history even more. This was insane. I was reading about this today. My like jaw went open. I was like, I can't believe I didn't. I mean, I don't remember hearing about this back in September. I feel like it should have been a bigger deal. Like, I I was like, holy shit. I mean, Biden overturned it or whatever. And I feel like no teachers were really going to. Well, some would definitely. Some would. Like, there's definitely there's definitely so many teachers in this country that are would be more than happy to skip the one chapter and the one week that they have to spend to their class talking about slavery in school. I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, if anyone's looking, look into it. Cause I don't want to like botch it right now, but it is insane. The 1776 commission is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I did hear about this. Um, uh, I, I'm sure everything was total bullshit. Um, and I'm glad that that's not going to be happening for everybody anymore. But while Kevin is looking up these things, I don't know if he wants to collect his thoughts and try to drop some knowledge. I will give everybody out there my top five presidents of all time. Okay. This is, to me, me personally, me only top five presidents, according to Justin Dorsey of the Threadlands podcast. Number five, George Washington. He founded this this great country of ours. He was uh, he was kind of a badass in a lot of ways. He was pretty cool. He used to get into bar fights. Um, a lot of people like they look back onto him. They're like he was a giant. He was a massive person. I think he was like six feet tall, but he liked to get some scraps. Back and, then, that's probably big. 
just to have the 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 fortitude and the where the just sturdiness to to help lead and guide a nation in its development and most forms of infancy it takes a lot so that's why george washington is number five on my list number four on my list is thomas jefferson he just did a lot of dope stuff i don't really have a lot of reasons as to he used why. to bang the slaves, didn't he? He he did. He used to bang slaves, and there's definitely some beautiful, great, 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 great Milano grandchildren of his running this beautiful country of ours. But um, you know, he he did a lot to help motivate the the colonists to break from Great Britain, and and I do put I do put an emphasis on uh on presidents that that helped us break away from the british and and history is not black and white history is not black and white not at all except for some of the pictures a lot of the pictures black a lot of pictures are black and white um my number three president of all times barack hussein obama first african-american president in our history um it helped pass the affordable care act to help people in need get health care easier and while that didn't fully work out the way he wanted and we can still build off of that he it's still cool he like it, it, it he he had to face a lot of adversity just being the first black president so much racist shit people say that he's not even born in this country like just so much shit to endure that that takes a lot of fucking courage. He was the, probably the most badass, just public speaking president. At oh, least, yeah. Like since we've been able to record speeches being given, motherfucker, it's charismatic as shit. He's one. He's probably the, the coolest president as, as far as swag goes. Not um, probably, definitely, definitely, yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I think we can go with definitely. I, I think that's yeah. Going that one. My number two. President of all time, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Oh, oh FDR. Yeah, uh, the only president. What he served like three terms or something like that. Um, the uh, he, he helped pass the fucking New Deal, which basically created the entire infrastructure of this country, which needs to be worked on uh, again. But uh, at the time, was revolutionary. Helped like he cr- that created the interstate highway system that yes. we have in this country helped preserve um, uh, uh, so much uh, just develop of this country. You know what? I'm going to kick Thomas Jefferson off of this list and I'm going to have, I want to have it go George Washington, Barack uh, Obama, Franklin and Roosevelt to be my number three. Cause you know, who's my second and just this is purely off of look and just kind of, uh, uh, just just his own swag. Theodore Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, Teddy Roosevelt yeah. was super dope. He had a dope mustache. Motherfucker was just a a man's man. Um, was just an outdoors outdoorsman. Helped uh, preserve and really champion the national parks in this country. And he did, he did plenty of other dope shit. Um, so Teddy Roosevelt's the number two. Number one, Abraham Lincoln. 
leading our country through a civil war and having it not completely fall apart and blow up and progress through that and and champion and fight for civil liberties of uh, African-Americans in this country. Um, The Abraham Lincoln, I think, deservedly gets my number one president of all time. Kevin, do you have any notable mentions or... Or, or people that I, I I forgot to mention that you want to talk about in this in this list. Um, not really. I, I would maybe ask if Dwight got in, Mr. Eisenhower. Dwight, Dwight Eisenhower gets an honorable mention. He does. Yeah, get honorable mentions. Yeah. Harry Harry uh, Truman gets an honorable. Oh yeah. Mention. Oh shit! Yeah, that yeah. Harry, and, yeah. In there as well. Um, you could you could even you could argue. A little uh, James K. Polk and Andrew Jackson as Andrew well. Jackson, yeah. This country, Andrew Jackson was pretty fucking racist though. So yeah, that's tough. That gets uh, that gets tough. He's real fucking racist. So one of the that one's hard. One of the things that uh, comes up a lot since I've moved down here to Georgia, and I guess because maybe he was born here or something. There's a lot of stuff named after him down here. Jimmy Carter. And it's almost like a meme because I've now heard several people say this exact line. They're like, and it, it, it's like a meme. I feel like it's one of those things where people just say it and they don't really know what it means, but they say it to like. Uh-huh. But well, I, I, Jimmy Carter could have easily gone on to the worst yeah. president of all time list. But this is what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I've heard several people say this exact quote. They say, Jimmy Carter was a great guy, terrible president, but a great guy. And I've yeah, literally yeah. heard several people say that exact line. And I'm like, but I've heard it so many times said in the exact same way. I'm like, I don't know why you're hearing that so much. Maybe he was from Georgia. I don't really know. Well, there's, there's like, but um, I have heard that extra. about Jimmy Carter. Yeah, I've lot. heard that too. Great guy, terrible president. He took over the presidency at a time where he didn't really have a lot going for him uh, economically. Like, whoever was going to take over was pretty much fucked. Um, oh, yeah. That's a tough situation, though. Lyndon Johnson was pretty fucking oh, terrible. Oh, Lin- Lyndon B., yeah. Uh, thank you, Vietnam. Woodrow Wilson, also awful president. I don't know um, much about Woodrow. Trust me, terrible. Uh, let's take a break. I guess last thing did want to mention about the whole inauguration presidential. Uh, I know it's been heavy on, on that type of shit. But the, the Tiger King didn't get a pardon. Joe yeah. Exotic did not get a pardon. But he had a stretch limo, a stretch Humvee like limo waiting for him at the jail like a day before, just waiting for Trump's pardon. And they were like so sure he was going to get pardoned by Trump. Didn't end up happening. They had plans to go get McRibs immediately after in the in the limo as well. None of that happened. Joe Exotic is still in jail. How do you feel about that, cousin? 
Uh, I feel good about that. Um, I am <laughs> was surprised that the pardons that Trump did give out. Um, well, uh, under any other year, like the the Trump pardons were so ridiculous. It was just like a lot of I just ran rift. over Jasper with my chair. Sorry. Is your dog all right, Kevin? He's okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm just getting used to my new chair, Rolly wheels. You know, that wasn't. It is that's a nice looking computer chair, okay. Kevin. I think I'm gonna try to get the same one. Got it on a sale, and I also need a computer chair. I think I'm gonna go get that. But um, uh, <laughs> worth it. It's okay, bud. But yeah, like the the whole list of Trump pardons was just like comical. It was just like grifter shady person after grifter shady person and then uh Lil Wayne and kodak black like two rappers which i know when i know for a fact it when joe exotic saw kodak black get pardoned he was like who the fuck is kodak black I love goddamn it. carol baskin's fault or some shit like that now i would like to know well one i didn't even know wayne was in trouble for anything um now what exactly is a pardon does that mean you're only you're just pardoned for whatever you are currently on trial for uh, i believe so does but it wash it, away it, past stuff no because it's like it, if you have pending an, charges no because like a pardon is an acceptance of guilt for your current crime but you're being pardoned for it like the the, the president's giving you clemency basically oh so, so you, so, so you're the, like on trial for whatever, and then accepting the pardon is basically accepting. Oh, you can deny the pardon? I believe so. Yeah, but like basically, uh, accepting the pardon is like you're like, yeah, I did do it, but the president's letting me off, basically. Interesting. That makes it seem kind of worse. Like when they pardon all the people on like for like the people who got life in prison for like selling weed or something right well i mean and that it i don't think it's worse when it's that because everybody knows that the people that are getting like life sentences because of weed like that shit is fucked up like i think it should just erase it if you're gonna have a pardon it should just erase i mean it basically does erase yeah, that's true. But I guess if it's like you have yeah, to... like it, it does erase. Like it does. That's what the pardon does do. It, it's erasing it. But if you've got a background check, it's gonna. Well, I guess there's, you're there's gonna no know. Reason, there's no reason to accept a pardon unless you like. If you're not guilty of something, why are you accepting a pardon? There's no reason to accept a pardon. Yeah, but you could definitely be innocent. Guilty, of something. You're not going to get convicted of something. Oh, that is not true. That dude, that's definitely <laughs> not true. No, I know it's. Uh, yeah, no, I know that's not true. But that's 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 how it like you know works. It works. Oh, yeah, dude, the whole legal system's cool. fucked up, dude. Did you watch oh, that yeah. show on HBO with Nicole Kidman and uh, and uh, what's his face? God, fuck, what the fuck is his name? <laughs> uh, no, I don't know what show are you talking. Big Little Lies. No, 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 not that one. Uh, that's a good show too. Shout out Big Little Lies season one. Uh, I, I never watched Big Little Lies, any of the seasons. But uh, yeah, Hugh no, Grant, that, that, Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant. That show with Nicole Kidman and what's his face, Hugh Grant. I don't know what you're talking about, but The Undoing. It was great. It's like a six episode miniseries. It was so good. 
But anyway, is, that's it a, is it a courthouse thriller? I'm not going to watch it. I don't care. It's no. a whodunit. Yeah, it's a whodunit. It's really good okay. though. Oh, nice. Um, maybe I'll check it out. Who knows? You should. It's on uh, HBO Max. I, I don't have HBO Max. Um, well, so you're gonna have a hard that's time. a whole. That's a whole Watching. other discussion because I was using my parents' uh, television like account because they have like a, a, a cable account. Yeah. With HBO, so I was using that like login to log into HBO Go yeah. on my PlayStation. But then when HBO Max came out, you can use that for HBO Max. No, you can't. I, I do that. I do that with the family members at HBO Max currently. Well, we can talk off air. All right, we'll go offline about that. I need to figure that out because I couldn't figure it out. Um, uh, but I, I, I miss accessing all of my favorite HBO shows and movies. Oh and yeah, I allegedly, I don't share logins. That's all alleged. Well, I won't. I won't need your log. <laughs> I don't think you have anything to be worried about. Um, <laughs> And just no moving, off of this, moving off of like all of this topics, Kevin, you said you you had a question about food, which is yes. you know our favorite topic on this show. But you had a question about food for me. What what did you want to ask me? My question to you is this: Is there any sort of comfort food recipe or comfort meal that you have or like to make yourself or? It was like a family recipe or something that you make in the cold months or something like that. Because recently, uh, me and the intern made one of our favorite comfort meals, um, and it just got me, it got me well, thinking what, about. Like what? What was your? What is your comfort meal? What is that? Uh, my comfort meal is mac and burger. It's something I started making back when I was a poor, poor, poor college person. Mac and burger. Uh, mac and burger, yeah, mac and burger. I, I, I need, I need a little bit more details to what the fuck that is. Now you got to, you, you kind of have to appreciate mac and burger for what it is because it's not by any means, like, it's. I mean, it's, it is what it is. You know, it's not like, a, right. like a no. I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think anybody when they heard the term mac and burger was thinking that you're uh, whipping up a Michelin star uh, dish here. I don't I think that's think, anything you you have to be worried about describing to people. I honestly think I could be wrong, but I honestly think the first time I even made mac and burger, the intern was like, "What the fuck is this?" And yeah, uh, but so now wait, it's what the right. fuck is it? What is it? Tell me. Mac what and burger is this? It is turkey burger, a pound of turkey burger cooked with. It's basically Kraft mac and cheese deluxe, not the not the powdered mac and cheese. Uh-huh. It's, it's more like the Velveeta type uh, mixed in yeah, with deluxe. mixed <laughs> this, in with deluxe. It's, it's more of a liquid form. People this know it. Kraft mac and cheese deluxe is a sideways box. It's not the vertical oh. box. Okay. And it, with the noodles, it has like the package of the Velveeta type cheese. Right. So it's not like the powder. Um, it's that mixed with a uh, turkey burger, heavily salted and peppered. And then I like to put sriracha on top. It's a great cold weather month meal, you know. It's just one of so those. So it's mac and cheese with hamburger meat. Oh, <laughs> uh, with turkey burger meat. <laughs> All right, turkey burger meat. I'm sure it would taste just. When as you fine. only have like eighteen dollars in your bank account, and right. you need to make stretch that for like a week before uh-huh. you get paid again, or you're gonna hit those overdrafts. Mac right. and burger is such a quality meal to make because you can make a double batch, and that'll last you. 
All right. So are we, but like, are we talking about comfort meals? Or are we talking about poor broke meals? Like, it turned. It started as a poor broke meal, but it turned into something that I like legitimately enjoy having like in the winter time or like any time like we made it not too long ago it's good for lunches right. it's simple yet it's it's actually delicious especially if we put a little okay. sriracha on there yeah. oh my gosh that's good and it's actually good I, when you have a little more money and you can afford to have more burger than mac you know what i mean do you do you add like onion or no 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 you got to keep it simple did you you put salt and <laughs> s and p you can't you can't doctor it up too much Onion is not doctoring it up. It onion is, is not. Keep it simple. Onion is like the cheapest thing you can get. You, <laughs> you keep can't it get poor. anything. There's like for one singular item, there's not much anything cheaper than an onion. Straight up. This is comfort food, dude. I wasn't using onion back then. <laughs> I uh, look. I I I would probably eat this. Uh, especially if I was like super hungry for oh, some yeah. reason, um, I would definitely tell you to you know add a little onion though to that base. Get a little onion in there. Oh, um, I love that, onion. That'll, that'll add a just that'll like take that to the next level, and that'll a hundred percent make it even better. But Listen, all you can um, taste is that Velveeta squeeze cheese in it anyway. <laughs> that, that I that I don't um, I don't deny. I I, <laughs> I expect that. Out of the thick, velvety, cheese-like products that comes in a pouch. That's macaroni in a pot. That's um, like... I, I'm trying. To, I'm like I, part of this whole thing. I'm just kind of filibustering because I'm trying to think of a meal that I have like that. Um, and like, I mean, my mother was greatest, best mom in the world. Love everything that she did for me, but she was not a cook of any type, and. Really? No, because every time I've gone to an event at your house, there's some good food. Or is that other family I mean, members bringing that? Uh, yeah, or is uh, that just... we, do, we do a lot of potlucks, a lot of catered meals. Your mom was a teacher too. Groups. My, but yeah, my mom taught. Um, she had four kids. We all had after school activities. There's a lot of running around, yeah. so like there just like wasn't enough time to be like whipping up meals. So like I, I would have hamburger helper. Or... I love hamburger. Beef stroganoff, hamburger, hot dogs and beans. Uh, Those are good comfort like Classic like tuna stuff, like some chili, spaghetti, like like standard shit like that. Tuna um, casserole, tuna helper is good. Dang, I might grab some tuna helper. But I, I will say that like what I became like growing up without some serious kind of like you know like meals that are really like whipped up in my adult age as I'm you know, making meals for myself. I've, I've really taken to like cooking a lot. Like I'm into it. And I think yeah. part of it is like, I didn't have a ton of like that just like growing up. So I, yeah. I like to whip up a, a meal. So if I'm making something even during like the closest thing that I'll make, um, especially during these winter months that does remind me of growing up in my mom, making food is chili i'll make some chili a nice Ooh, pot yeah. of chili because my mom used to always like whip up some chili in the winter months and i love that and i, I still make it pretty much the same way it's just basic chili beans meat um 
the tomatoes and like all that good shit. But that that's like the one thing probably that I do. But mostly, uh, I, I I like don't I don't make hamburger helper or spaghetti or I don't make spaghetti on like a on a regular day. Uh, I will never. If I had the choice, I'd probably never eat spaghetti again. I it's my least favorite like pasta, just like regular spaghetti. Yeah. With maybe a bolognese or something. Bolognese. It's like, I mean, like a meat sauce is like fine. I like a, that's, I like that's a nice pink sauce. That's not my favorite. I don't. I don't know what that's in reference to. Uh, you you put Pepto Bismol. You said pink sauce. Yeah, that's vodka sauce. Oh, vodka's not pink. If it's pink, you're doing it wrong. Uh, it's I don't not, know yeah, it's pink. It looks pink in the in the jar. It should be white. A good uh, vodka sauce should be white. I'm gonna Google pink sauce. Or 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 tan. It's not pink. Whatever pink you're talking about, it's not that. Or like orangey oh. or something like that. It shouldn't be pink. A rose yeah. sauce is what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Th- that makes sense. I don't think I've ever had a rose sauce, but I do like a good fra de bola, a good um oh, no, here it is. Seafood. Yeah. I don't Yeah, here it is. What is the difference between pink sauce and vodka sauce? What is the difference? It has vodka sauce as the base. Okay. Well, that's not very descriptive. Um, I vodka sauce is my favorite, though. I don't eat a ton of pasta. I'm not a big pasta guy. Um, except for Mac and Burger, I agree with you. Yeah. Well, uh, it's not true. I love tortellini. Also, damn, like, I, love I, I I like a like I love a good ravioli. Um, I love some good gnocchi or something like that. I like a good lasagna. I, I, I just don't eat it a ton. You know what I like better than any homemade lasagna? You could make me the best homemade fucking Italian straight from scratch <laughs> lasagna. Right. I'll, still, I'll still prefer Stouffer's lasagna all day. And you burn it a little bit. So Stouffer's good. lasagna is really good. It's one of the best frozen food meals that you can get. Um, they definitely do, that's food science. That's food I, science. I, I stand by that, and I stand with you on that point. I I, I I won't say that it's always better than a good homemade lasagna, but it, it, it gets the job done, that's for damn sure. And it's better than anything I would want to whip up on like a weeknight. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, I, who you don't know who has time to make a lasagna? rolling out noodles and stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, if, if you're making it from the most absolute scratch, where you're rolling out your fucking uh, <laughs> dry them out dough and shit, like yeah, no, that's next level, and that's gonna take you like an entire day. And uh, but yeah, I guess yeah, if anybody out there has any comfort foods that comfort them. We'd love to hear about it. Email us, listeners at threatless.com. Kevin, let's take one last break. Come back. I've got a little history lesson. Well, not history lesson. History story more so to share with you. And then we can give people some recommendations to get out of here. How do you feel about that? Fantastic.
Kevin, we're coming to a close of this podcast, our first podcast of the new presidency and the change of the world that we're we're going to see immediately, I'm sure. But uh, before we give everybody our recommendations, there was this story that I saw uh, that I thought was really interesting. Um, scientists and historians and like artificial intelligence experts from across the United Kingdom have announced that they're teaming up for this whole project. It's like a $3 million project they're doing that's called Odoropa, basically. And it's basically trying to recreate and also preserve the smells of history so that people can, like, kind of smell history, basically, in a way. Um, So, like, if you're, like, looking at texts from the 1500s and they're taught there's tons of references to smell and like religious sense like incense and things of tobacco and the past yeah and stuff like that and like you're thinking of different wars like world war one um like recreating those the smells of like the mortars and the dirt and like everything of those times that's what they're trying to do basically so that when uh, people are looking back on these periods like you can read about it and you can see certain things and you can um, see certain things from that time but creating a, a olfactory element to that um, they think will really help people even like just get into that time period more get more into that that state of mind and really place you because I mean like anybody knows just about thinking about like we're talking about comfort foods and things of the past and growing up in your home and certain smells really can kind of just engage something in your mind about the past of your own past and this is what they're trying to do to recreate and i thought that was pretty interesting um i don't know what your viewpoints are i definitely agree with uh like there's definitely times where i have even when I like use a body wash that like I, there was one time I was using a body wash that I hadn't used in like a really long time or, or something. And it just like shot, I got like a shot of memory. Um, at the same time though, I feel like the 15, I feel like the, I feel like the past smells like shit. Like I don't really want to smell like the 1500s or whatever. It's just, yeah, it's a civil I mean, war. Like, it's just smell like blood and shit. Or, or like, blood and shit. Well, I mean, but, there's also other things, you know, um, like what it's like to take place in a take take part in a 15 15th century church uh like ceremony or something like That's that it's smell like shit no one was bathing back then you know but but, but also like but, but then get... there's like the smells of incense and myrrh and then like, like shit and incense and myrrh i mean yeah like obviously things didn't didn't people weren't bathing and deodorizing uh themselves with the same regularity but like one of the things that they're talking about um napoleon he used to have a he a definitely smells like well he used to have a perfume that he likes that he used to basically douse himself with before going into war uh, every time and like they want to like kind of recreate that smell like along with uh, other smells of the time to like you know uh, kind of just put you into that mind frame mindset and to that frame of mind of being within that time i do think that's cool 
Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool, and I think it'll, and it, you know, it might spice up history a little bit more because history is fucking boring. Uh, and even <laughs> a lot of crazy shit happened. It's still kind of boring. Like whatever. If we can find a way to spice that shit up and make people want to go check it out a little bit more, because I mean, we we do repeat history. Uh, if those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it, that whole thing, um, this this will play a part into it. So I think that that's pretty cool. Personally, personally, I agree. Uh, I think it's cool too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that will do it almost for us this week. But let's hit the people with our recommendations, Kevin. Recommendations for those who don't know is a time where me and Kevin like to suggest something from our lives that we've really been enjoying. Could be anything, movies, books, TVs, anything like that. Anything we're enjoying, and we'd like to suggest it to y'all out there. So, Kevin, what is your recommendation for the people this week? So, I have two because one's a half because apparently everyone knew about this except me. Uh, But the first one is uh, my stepmother just told me about this recently, um, which I thought was amazing. I had no idea. But like I said, apparently everyone else already did because everyone I tell about it said they already knew about it, which is disappointing. But um Kohl's <laughs> Kohl's is apparently an if you order and if you need to return anything you purchase on Amazon you can return it at any Kohl's location which I think is great because half the time I don't return shit on Amazon is because I don't want to go through that return process yeah um, I feel bad about this because I was one of those people that Kevin was very excited to tell about this and I did already know about it but you know, not everybody knows about that. So this is this is pretty good. I I pretty much knew about it because I used to live near Coles that I used to frequent often. So oh. I just oh, did you frequent Coles? Yeah, yeah. I used to go to Coles all the time. I got some nice dress pants there. One of my pans that I I used to cook with uh, okay. is from that Coles. So I used to hit that place up uh, quite often, and I think i just i learned about the amazon return thing over the years of going there but i mean a lot of people i'm sure don't know about it although uh, from your viewpoint it seems like a lot of people do know about it so. well so my, my other half the recommendation is the movie and i may have even recommended this over the summer but i can't remember and the intern and i just we wanted to just randomly throw something on while we were doing other stuff and we got sucked into it Phenomenal movie, King of Staten Island. It features uh, uh, Bill Burr and Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson, thank you from uh, SNL. Um, great movie. Uh, it's it's a little long, I guess, but it's a great uh, story. It's a Judd Apatow film, right? It is, yeah, yeah Judd Apatow. I don't know if it would be considered a coming of age film because the first. Uh-huh. Pete Davidson is already like, well, he's like 24 or something in the movie, but 26, but it's a good movie. He, he finds, he, he learns about himself. No, it got good reviews uh, when it got released. Cause I think it got direct uh, to Hulu release um, given the pandemic and everything. Uh, what's going on with you over there, Kevin? This Can you one, hear that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All, every time you move, the microphone i can hear it and now it seems like you're doing a lot more gesticulation 
with that thing over there. Uh, the little like tab on my arm control thing came off, so I had to screw it back on. Okay. Well, so you, you might, yeah, okay. <laughs> you might want to chill with that just while we're, while we're recording. <laughs> um, anyway, great uh, movie. Check it out. It's on Hulu. Nice, nice. Um, now I, I might, I might check that out. I'll see what's up. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson uh, lives in a weird space for me because sometimes I like Pete Davidson, sometimes I don't like Pete Davidson. It's a weird um, thing because as an actor, he's <laughs> stop playing around with your microphone. <laughs> he's basically just playing Pete Davidson because he's the same thing in every. I've heard mixed things about him too. People, some people say he's an asshole, although he had like a rough life and no. I don't yeah, know. I generally well, Ariana... think everybody from Staten Island's a piece of shit, but I don't know. Well, they cover that in the movie, too, so <laughs> check it out. Um, Bill Burr is great, yeah. though. If anything, just watch it for Bill Burr. Fantastic. And Marissa Tomei. Uh, I, oh, Marissa Tomei. I didn't actually know she was in that. Now I'm oh, definitely yeah. going to watch it. Absolutely. Big, big Tomei fan. Tomei's um, great. She's a babe. Um, my recommendation for this week, uh, it's also another TV show that me and my girlfriend have gotten very much into. Um, and we watched the whole most recent season that has been released, which was still several years ago. But it was so awesome. It's it's a great couple watch as well. Or like a, a great watch if you have friends around. It's like it's a great group watch. It's almost like a scary movie in that way. But Fear Factor... NBC okay. Fear Factor, we decided to, like, we just got into it. I'm not totally sure what made us watch it, but we went to uh, watch the most recent season of Fear Factor that they released um, after, like, its initial go-through. And then right. they redid it, so, like, it's all in HD and shit was dope. And we just binged the whole first season. It was a fun watch. It's nothing serious. It's not too engaging, but it, it was just fun. You know, people are freaking out by having snakes put on them or having to eat weird oh, yeah. bugs, and they're going through these obstacle challenges. And it was it was just a general, generally fun watch. It was a light watch. It, it's kind of escapist, which a lot of people need at the moment. Yeah. Um, and I, I highly, highly suggest going back and watching a little fear factor if you need something to do if you want a fun light watch especially if you have somebody else that you're going to enjoy with because some of the fun is being with somebody while these people are eating crickets and like beetles or like having leeches stuck on them and like all these things um it's pretty it was pretty fun so that's my recommendation for the week that's a good move because the intern and I tried to watch it also when it came on, uh, but yeah. we started from the first season and it was not how I remembered it, so I it couldn't. It was like oh, old. it was like old. We should have done the uh, most recent one. Yeah, yeah, we did the most recent. Then we tried to watch some older ones, and it wasn't like an HD, and it wasn't yeah. not the same. But but the most recent season that like that's a good watch. I would uh, give that a try. A watch. I, you should give that a try. Shout out long-term review of one of your recommendations that I've still been using regularly is that JustWatch.com. Oh, nice. Yeah, JustWatch.com. If anybody didn't listen to that episode, it's JustWatch.com, a website that you can go to. And we have so many streaming platforms nowadays. You can go to that website, type in whatever you are wanting to watch, and you can see which streaming platforms it's on, 
where it's available for purchase, like uh, digitally and everything like that. And it's just a handy tool to have during these times where there's so many streaming platforms, so many everything, channels and all this shit. That's hard to keep track of where all this stuff is and where to find things. So I'm glad that you're enjoying that, Kevin. And I hope that everybody out there enjoyed our podcast this week. We are coming to a close, but we really appreciate y'all for sticking with us and listening to us through this whole week of podcasts. We we really appreciate everybody out there so much. And if you enjoyed our podcast, please tell your family, friends, loved ones, anybody that you think would be into a podcast like ours about us. We really appreciate it. So, Kevin, do you have anything else you want to say to the people before we get out of here? No. Awesome. So, for Kevin O'Connor, I am Justin Dorsey, and this has been the Thread Lads Podcast. Thread Lads.